T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. The Buffalo Sabres finished their season on a high note with a 3-2 overtime win versus the Chicago Blackhawks. This is this was also Rick Jenneret's last call on the broadcast as he heads into retirement. So here is Casey Middlestat's game winner and RJ's last goal call. Nice slap away at it on the wall. It's taken back by Yoki Harius. He got it across ice. Doesn't shot right on the score. Casey. Casey at the back. Middlestad hammers it home and Buffalo wins it in overtime. The Sabres finished the season with a record of 32, 39, and 11 as they head into the offseason. The Buffalo Bills made two picks last night. First was Georgia running back James Cook. After trading down twice, the Bills selected Cook with the 63rd overall pick. The second was linebacker out of Baylor, Terrell Bernard, with the 89th overall pick. The Bills officially picked again in the fifth round, which they traded up to pick. To pick the wide receiver out of Boise State. And the Bills will also the Bills also have three other sixth round picks and a seventh round pick today. That's your Paddock Chevrolet Sports Update. Paddock Chevrolet, your Western New York pre-order headquarters. I'm Josh Schmidt for WGR Sports Radio 550. No more mocks. This is a real deal. Want to talk about the draft? Call, text, or tweet us. Now, NFL Draft Central on the home of the Bills. WGR Sports Radio 550. All right, welcome back to our continuing coverage of the 2022 NFL Draft here on WGR Nakiri. Joe DiBiase and Derek Kramer hanging out with you. We are going to uh, go to, well, first of all, before we even do any of that, coverage of the draft on WGR is brought to you by Fecal Car and Joyce, your border attorneys by Western New York Ford dealers, where new inventory is arriving daily by the Health and Wellness Challenge. Visit buffalobills.com forward slash the challenge to learn more and buy New York's outlet liquor when you need to stock up. It's the place to buy a case. All right, so we are going to go and hear from Bill's second round pick, James Cook. He's spoke with the media last night. We should have live coverage of James Cook and uh, Terrell Bernard as well throughout the evening here as well. We'll also hear live at some point from Brandon Bean and Sean McDermott. So all that's coming up shortly. But here's Bill's second round pick, James Cook. Hey, James. John Scott from Spectrum News here in Buffalo. Congratulations. Appreciate it. Uh, can you give us a little background on your interactions you've had with the Bills throughout this pre-draft process? Um, I mean... Me and Coach Skip, um, we've been we've been at it since he since I um entered the draft. You know, he was just just trying to get a an interaction with me and him, just trying to get to know me. Um, I mean, we had a few private workouts. It went well. You know, we we went through the plays. You know, 
just just getting that good interaction with each other. I mean, I, I connected well with them guys. So, you know, me and, me and Coach Skip, we connected well. And, and you know, I just, I you know, I, I, I ain't going to lie. Like, during this whole drive process, I, 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 I fell in love with the Bears because, you know, like, that give me that, that they give me a chance to be me. You know, I, I get to be be me when I'm with Ryan Coach Skip. So, you know, and that and that reminds me of my coach at um, University of Georgia. So, you know, that's why I, I fell in love with them. What does it mean to you to be you? What does that mean? Um, I mean it's it it is it, it's great. Um I grew up around a, a great family, supportive family. Um, and then really, man, uh, at the end of the day, man, I'm just ready to win games and, and win and compete for a national championship. Well, not a national championship, but a Super Bowl. <laughs> Been there, done that. Hey, welcome to town. I'm ready to get to work, man. Hey, James, how are you? Sal Capaccio here. I'm the Bill Sideline Reporter in WGR Radio. Congratulations. Welcome to Buffalo. Appreciate y'all. So tell us about um, what you knew about the Bills, especially maybe given your relationship, your brother, obviously, maybe Stefan, anything you knew about the Bills, um, about the team itself and the, you know, players and things like that. Uh, you know, I, 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 I could say, oh, you kind of, hello, you hear me? Yep, we're good. You go ahead. Oh, yeah. Okay, we're back. But no, nah, though, I, I really wanted to play with Josh Allen. Like, you know, that, that that's a good fit for me, you know. He a great quarterback coming up in the league. He a franchise quarterback. So, you know, I was just, I'm just looking to build and, and get in the business and get ready to work. What, um, what are Buffalo Bills fans going to see? What kind of a running back are they getting in James Cook? A versatile, you know, can, can, can separate myself in the backfield and, and get and line up out wide and, and, and make the deep threats and, and take the deep shots and go deep, man. And score a touchdown. That's what they're looking for. That's what they're getting in me. Uh, a touchdown. Touchdown maker. Thanks, James. Where are you right now, by the way? Just so we know. I'm in Miami. Okay. Awesome. Thank you. Appreciate y'all. I'm excited yeah. and ready to get to work. Hey, James. Catherine from the Buffalo News. Congratulations. Um, to follow up on that, just what has today been like for you? Who are you watching with and what's their reaction been? I mean... It's just, it, it, it still don't feel real yet. So, you know, it just kind of hit me. But, you know, I'm ready to, uh, at the end of the day, I'm ready to come in and play football. That's all I'm ready to do. Ready to come in and play football and win games. Um, the Bills play the Vikings this season. Is that something you've already talked about with your brother? We mic'd up. <laughs> I got to get mic'd up for that one. They got to have me mic'd up. Awesome. Thanks. Congratulations. Appreciate you. Uh... James Cook, Mookie Hawkins, Wellfold Sports 1080. What's going on? How you doing? Now, you know, I asked you in the combine, the Bills is cutting that check to play your favorite team you play twice yeah. a year. <laughs> you said you was ready. Yeah, so, ready. you know, how surreal is it? How surreal is it now? You know, I mean, to speak just, upon that. it just ain't it haven't hit me yet. It probably hit me the next day, you know, my family, I'm just, I'm just enjoying the moment right now, you know, just trying to soak everything in, you know. So what is it like, um, you know, getting the opportunity after winning the national championship and potentially contending for a Super Bowl right off the rip? 
Um, I'm just blessed, you know, just to get in the right system, get around the right group of guys, and you know, just be just ready to get ready to work and and be a good leader. Now, uh, the Bills just took another guy out of the SEC and Kair Elam. Um, I know you guys are going to talk probably later on tonight. So, what's that like? You know, getting to play, you know, with another guy from the SEC. Man, we finna go. You know, that's that's NFL. That's the baby NFL. So, you know, we ready. You know, we ready to get to work and play football. All right, my guy. Congratulations. I'll see you soon. Appreciate it on the opportunity. Hi, James. Uh, Matt Perino here. Um, uh, you, you mentioned that you're down in Florida um, and you've talked a lot with Kelly Skipper and this, about this Bills offense. Are you familiar with Devin Singletary? And how do you think that your game maybe complements him as maybe you guys creating a one-two punch? Oh, me and Motor work out. We, we work out together all season, the whole all season, yeah. Me and Motor, the, me and Motor the one-two punch. We finna, you know, we finna shock the weather, then, you know. We finna go, we finna, we finna try to compete for this Super Bowl and win it. Um, there's there's some, uh, when you were shown on uh, TV in the draft, um, it looked like you you were having a bit of a moment. What were the what were the feelings like? And uh, take me into that moment with everybody that you're there you're there with. I mean, I'm just with my family. I have a son, so you know he was there. He was the one that was crying in the in the in the in the, in the video. So I, I kind of ain't hear you guys phone call because I was just trying to I was just trying to get my mind off the whole situation. Just wait 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 till my phone get called. But you know, I mean, this moment right here it, it changed his life forever. So. I'm I'm just blessed to have this opportunity and ready to get to work. All right, that was Bills running back James uh, James Cook on the other end of this. We're also going to replay here for you, uh, Terrell Bernard. He's the Bills' third round pick, his last the last pick of day three. So here's uh, the linebacker out of Baylor. Hey, James John Scott from. We have the newest Buffalo Bills draft pick, Terrell Bernard, uh, here live on air for you here. So we're going to go to that. First question will be from Mookie. Terrell Bernard, Mookie Hawkins, Buffalo Sports Cincinnati, man. Congratulations. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Um, what was the phone call like? And what do you think that you could bring to this uh, Super Bowl contending team? Yeah, phone call was awesome, man. You know, a uh, dream come true. Just, you know, celebrating with my family and things like that. Um, and, you know, I think I can bring, you know, just another hard work and peace. Um, you know, as one to, to help anywhere I can, special teams, uh, fight for a roster spot, do whatever it needs to, whatever I need to do. No doubt. And um, what what do you know about Buffalo? Uh I know they play tough physical football, and I know it's cold up there, so I'll be I'll be ready for that. What did James Nance? I know you're quite sure you know that name sounds familiar in that office. Uh, James Nance, he was a former Baylor player, uh, but he's in um, in in one of your your staff department now. He's on for uh, Texas Tech now. Did he uh, ever tell you about you know how Buffalo is because he's a Buffalo native? Yeah, a little bit. Uh, we went back and forth. I was just actually with him, um, you know, a couple of weeks ago. Uh, so we were talking a little bit about it, and you know, he kind of he kind of told me some of the some of the insides and outs of it. So, you know, super excited to just you know really have the opportunity to 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 be up there. 
out, man. Can't wait to see you and congratulations. Thank you very much. Hey, Charles, congratulations. Uh, Dan Fates in Rochester. What were your conversations like leading up to the draft with Buffalo and, and, you know, with Sean and Brandon and Leslie? What were those like? Yeah, it was awesome, man. You know, from the senior bowl all the way to the combine and pro day, um, you know, sitting, sitting down, having conversations with, you know, the area scout, my linebacker coach, and then, you know, also with Coach McDermott and, you know, just having the opportunity to, you know, talk and present myself and, you know, what I could what I could bring to Buffalo. Um, you know, it's been a, a crazy experience and, you know, I can't wait to get to work. I don't mean to put words in your mouth. You seem pretty reserved and calm. What, what is this? I guess what is this like? We've seen other pictures of other players getting drafted. It's big parties. You seem very calm, composed, in a, in a quiet space. What's this night been like for you? Yeah, man, it's been crazy. Uh, you know, I was just in there with my family going crazy, uh, tearing up, you know, just realizing that, you know, one of my biggest dreams has come true. Um, so, you know, I, I snuck off into into a little room right now. So I'm, <laughs> I'm out here. Um, but yeah, man, I'm, I'm super excited. I can't wait to get up there. Congratulations. Thank you very much. Hey, Terrell, John Scott from Spectrum News here in Buffalo. Congratulations. Uh, how would you describe your game on the field? Yeah, I would say first, you know, just uh, energetic and, you know, 100% effort. I feel like that's something that, you know, I pride myself in and something that I'm looking forward to, you know, bringing to Buffalo. Um, I feel like I can do, you know, multiple things, you know, in the run game and then, you know, coverage-wise as well. Um, so I think, you know, combining those and, you know, fine-tuning my skills and, you know, working with the great staff up there, you know, I'm excited to see see what happens. Have people uh, at the linebacker position, have, you, have they ever questioned your size, maybe not as big as some of the traditional linebackers uh, that you see out there? And what's your response to that? Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, I think, you know, you've seen a shift kind of within the last few years of of the NFL, kind of the, the run and chase style. Um, you know, more coverage aspect um, to, you know, combat, combat the, the passing game now. Um, but, you know, it's, it's been crazy being able to just model my game after, you know, guys like Matt Milano, who, you know, he's probably one of my favorite players that I've been studying this, this whole process. So, you know, having the opportunity to learn from, from guys like him is going to be, you know, amazing. Thanks a lot. Congrats. Thank you very much. Hey, Terrell, Catherine Fitzgerald from the Buffalo News. Congratulations. Um, I know you're a few months removed from it, but your Sugar Bowl performance was just really dominant. What did you take from that that you can build off of, you know, having your last collegiate game going into the NFL? Yeah, I think, you know, it was a, one of the best games, um, you know, as a team. I think the whole defense played well. Um, I think, you know, really the thing that stuck out to me was just everybody's effort. You know, that's one thing that I try to I try to pride myself in, like I said earlier. And, um, you know, I felt like that was probably one of my better games and, you know, given 100 percent max effort on pretty much every snap. Um, so, you know, that's that's something that I look forward to taking to the next level. Hey, Terrell, Elena Getzenberg, ESPN. Um, congratulations. Um, I was curious, you mentioned watching Matt Milano. What about his game? You know, do you want to replicate or what about him do you, you like like watching? Yeah, definitely. I think the first thing that pops out is, you know, his instincts and, you know, just how active he is on the field. Um, you know, I try to, you know, watch a lot of different types of linebackers. And, you know, he's one that, you know, immediately stuck out to me and somebody that I figured that I could, you know, try to model my game after. So really, it's kind of it's kind of weird, but really this whole process is guy that, you know, I've really been watching and studying pretty closely. And were you excited? Like, was Buffalo on your 
radar while you were kind of waiting for your name to be called or like I guess what was it also like just kind of this waiting process waiting for that phone call yeah definitely they were um you know you, you see the the team names at the bottom of the screen as they go by and um you know I saw they were coming up and you know I turned over to my mom and just said you know hopefully hopefully I get a call from them um so you know when it finally popped up and you know I've realized that I was going to be a bill you know it was just a crazy experience um something that I'll you know take with me forever will there be celebrations after you hang up with us like what's that what's that gonna look like <laughs> uh, definitely I'm going back into the living room gonna party a little bit have some fun um you know just celebrate you know the moment and you know get ready to get back to work get up to Buffalo definitely thanks thank you hey Terrell uh Matt Prino here in Buffalo uh congratulations um I'm curious uh for for fans that are starting to get to know you a little bit uh what did you do mostly uh in college uh where did you play middle outside uh and where do you feel like you if you're projecting your game at the next level, where you might fit in the defense? Yeah, so I played a little bit of both. You know, um, when I was younger, I played a little bit more, you know, middle linebacker. Um, you know, towards my, the end of my career, I started moving over to the wheel. So I could play outside the box, inside the box, um, you know, the apex kind of role. Um, you know, I did a lot of blitzing, a lot of covering. Um, so I think, you know, something within that aspect is, you know, something that I can, I can look forward to, to doing in Buffalo. Um, and then, you know, just being comfortable in the linebacker spot, I think, you know, I think I'm going to be playing the will, the will linebacker. Um, so, you know, like I said, getting to learn from Matt and guys like that, it'll be mm -hmm. a good experience. And how much during the process, you know, uh, I know you're talking to scouts, you're talking to, you know, different teams. How much do you pay attention to like your, where you think you're going to go in the draft? Is that something that you spend any time looking at? Because, you know, to go in the third round, what's your, what's your reaction to that? Man, I'm super excited. You know, I try not to pay too much attention to, um, you know, everything that was going on, except for, you know, what my agent was telling me, you know, to the teams that I've talked to. And, you know, Buffalo was always a team that stuck out to me. Um, so, you know, I couldn't be more excited to get to work up there. Yeah, they you, you talked about Matt Milano. They took him in the fifth round, I believe. Uh, they took you in the third. I mean, what does that say about how much they like you and, uh, you know, the conversations that you've had with the coaches and Brandon Bean? Uh, during this process man I feel like they believe in me um and you know they like my skill set and the things that I could bring to to the bills I mean you know that's that's really all you can ask for so you know I'm I'm super excited I mean I can I can now wait to to get up there and just get to work congrats again man thank you very much hey Terrell how are you Sal Capaccio here WGR radio bill sideline reporter congratulations welcome to Buffalo yes sir thank you very much Three-time first-team Pac-12 uh, all-academic, academic, uh, you know, all-conference basically. Already graduated with a degree. Let me just read it here. It was a uh, health kinesiology and leisure studies, working on a master's and uh, what sports management. And it seems like academics are very important to you. Can you just kind of discuss them, kind of blending in with your football and how all that's come together? Yeah, definitely. Mom instilled in me um, at a very young age just how important academics were and, you know, the realization that, you know, sports and, you know, football is going to end one day. And that's something that I could take, you know, forever with me. Um, but, you know, that was that played a big part in the in the going to Baylor and, you know, really focusing and, you know, graduating and then, you know, finishing with my master's. Um, you know, I think that dedication and, you know, spending the time to, to be successful in that, obviously, I feel like that can translate over to, to football as well and then, you know, produce on the field. 
how much do you think all of that helped you when you had to get on the board with teams, when you had to talk with them, the interview process, retaining information, things like that? Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, I think, like I said, I think it all goes back to just, you know, hard work and, you know, disciplining yourself into doing, you know, whatever you need to do to get it done. Um, you know, starting with school from, you know, six years old to, you know, right now learning defenses and, you know, understanding football. Um, I think it's, it's definitely played a huge role. You ever been up here? You ever been to Buffalo or anywhere nearby? Never been. I'm excited to get up there. All right, buddy. Well, congratulations again. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah. All right. That's Bill's third round pick. Terrell Bernard, linebacker out of Baylor. We're going to take a timeout because on the other side, we've got Bronco Nation News writer. He covers the uh, Boise State Broncos, BJ Reigns. We're going to, he's going to join us next. We're going to chat a little bit about the Bills' fifth-round pick, Khalil Shakir, on the other side. You're listening to continuing coverage of the 2022 NFL Draft here on WGR. All right, welcome back. <laughs> what? We're good. We've, We're good. we've been on air for a really long time. I was trying to get the oh pronunciation of Khalil Shakir's name, whether it was Shakir or Shakur. Just check on it. Our guest that's coming up here on the Western Hotline, BJ Rains, will be able to help me, but I just wanted to make sure that I get it right, and I picked up – I was a YouTube video of pronouncing his name. And that was not the video. So regardless. <laughs> to say it was the wrong video. It, to say it was the wrong video is an understatement. Oh. Listen, joining us on the Western Hotline is BJ Rains. He covers Boise State with the Bronco Nation News. BJ, thanks so much for joining us here with Nate, Derek, and Joe. We appreciate you taking some time to chat with us about the newest Buffalo Bill. No problem, guys. Thanks for having me on. So I'll just do the easy thing. What, what are the Bills getting here? Before we get into specifics, you know, broad stroke, the Bills have – Two top receivers in Gabriel Davis and Stephon Diggs. There's room on this roster for depth and for someone to potentially step up and be kind of the the next piece of this offense. What are the Bills getting in uh, in Khalil? Well, I mean, I'm going to sound like a homer, but they're getting a steal. I mean, it's uh, it's unbelievable. This guy fell to the fifth round. This was a guy that uh, people in Boise thought for sure would go last night. Uh, you know, late, no later than the third round. So. Waiting to find out if there was some sort of injury concern or something that popped up. I have no idea why he lasted all the way till the fifth round. He's a, you know, he's one of the best receivers in Boise State history. And you're talking about a, a you know, Boise State program that throws the ball around. You know, one of the highest scoring teams the last couple of decades. They put up you know insane offensive numbers, and his numbers are right up there with uh, the best of them. He's a great character kid. Never was late for a practice. Never you know never had to worry about him off the field. Uh, great, great character guy and can do a lot of things, you know, can return punts, can play in the slot, would take snaps out of the Wildcat. Uh, he was their best offensive player the last three years while he was here. I mean, it wasn't close. And so he's, uh, you know, it, it's uh, mind-boggling. Like I said, maybe something else will come out or already has come out as to why he fell. But uh, I thought he was third, maybe fourth round. For him to go to the fifth, I think the Bills have a chance to have a, a very productive player there. A lot of draft consensus saying that uh, he was projected to be a day three, I mean, a third round pick, not a day three pick, excuse me. And uh, one of the questions I had, you just brought it up, was uh, the returning acumen. Uh, Bills do have a couple of guys that are able to return kicks and punts, but what would Shakir be able to bring to Buffalo as a return man and being a little extra depth in that special teams role as well? Well, like I said, he was their number one wide receiver, and they, you know, involved him in pretty much every offensive play. So, 
Um, they didn't overwork him, but he was back there some on kickoffs and punt returns. Great hands, uh, really, really shifty guy. Um, he was just a, a guy that uh, I think had a, you know, just, just, you know, he's not the fastest guy. His 40 time was actually faster than a lot of us thought it was going to be. But uh, he's not going to fumble the ball. He hangs onto the ball. He's very shifty. So he can get you some yards in the punt return game. And I think that he would be an option as a kick returner as well. B.J. Rains, who covers the Boise State Broncos here on the Western Hotline with us. What, what stylistically, how would he fit into this Bills offense? I mean, it's a pretty good landing spot, B.J., I mean, for any receiver to kind of land into with, with them passing the football more than anybody in the league. How would you see it working out? If he becomes a successful receiver on the Bills, is it in a slot role? Is it in a gadget role, kind of the way they've been using Isaiah McKenzie? If it does work out, how do you envision it working out with Josh Allen and the Bills offense? Yeah, I definitely think you're in that slot role. You're in that kind of gadget role type thing. I mean, he's not going to be your uh, your deep threat. He's not going to be you know your burner down the field. Um, but he can do it all, man. Like I said, they'd have him take snaps out of the Wildcat. He even threw a couple trick passes. Um, you know, he's, they would bring him on the fly sweeps from around and then, you know, literally he'd still have like seven or eight catches a game. And there'd be times on third down where everybody in the entire, you know, 40,000 people in the stands knew, okay, it's third and six, they're going to Khalil Shakir and he would still find a way to make the catch and get eight yards for a first down. So, I mean, the guy, he's an unbelievable player and I'm not trying to hype him up as, you know, the, the next, uh, you know, number one receiver in, in uh, the NFL, but he's a, he's a very, very good player. I think everybody in Boise that, has, you know, if you had to pick a guy in the last couple of years that you have confidence is going to be able to stick and have an NFL career, I think Khalil Shakir is very high on that list. I mean, he can just do so many things. And one of you mentioned you were watching the uh, the YouTube videos. I mean, just type in Khalil Shakir one-handed catches. I mean, mm-hmm. the dude literally, you, you can't pick one. I mean, I, I wish I was, you know, making this up. I mean, there's seven or eight or nine just insane one-handed catches where you're like, how the bleep did he catch that? And then by, you know, the fifth or sixth game, you're just laughing because you're not surprised anymore. So he's got unreal hands. Unreal ability to like high point the ball and just make some insane one-handed catches. You know, falling out of bounds, keeping dragging his feet uh, in the end zone. I mean, he's just a he's an incredible athlete. And like I said, he's you know if he gets a chance, he's going to take advantage of it. He's a guy that can do a lot of things. And again, he's not going to just burn you off the line. Even though his forty time ended up being like I think the first one was like four three five or something. I think the official was four four one or something. But I mean, he's not the but he plays faster. He's a very shifty guy. He knows how to, you know, go in coverages and find the open spot in the zones and things like that and get yards after the catch. He's a, I mean, you're going to not, unless there's some injury or something that was the reason he fell, it's very hard to, to find things in the negative category for Khalil Shakir. One of the things we see, or at least I've seen, and, and everything I've seen about Khalil Shakir, um, BJ is just the character, the on and off field character. The I, I think I saw a quote from an AFC uh, uh, scout saying something along the lines of "He's a better person than a player, and he's a great player." What can you say and talk a little bit about uh, the the guy off the field? Because I, I know that matters a lot to this Buffalo Bills franchise. No doubt about it. That's a huge part. He was the team captain. He was always the guy that uh, you know. Even when they lost the game, he'd be the one that would come out and talk to the media. Uh, he was always uh, very, you know, um, you know, very good guy to talk to. Was always, you know, level-headed and was always professional. And you know, uh, you know, well, some guys maybe go out partying and stuff. You know, he'd go bowling with his girlfriend. Uh, he just got uh, engaged the day before Boise State's pro day. He proposed to his girlfriend and got engaged. Um, but uh, you know, he loves to go bowling and do like weird off-the-field stuff like that. He's not a huge partier. I was actually in an event. Uh, last December where him and another player were uh, guest speaking at the event and I was the MC 
and they were staying for a while afterwards. And one of the other players, the other player wanted to stay, and it was like you know nine ten or something, pretty early in the evening. And he said, "No, we got practice in the morning. I got to go." He said, "I haven't been late to a practice in four years. I'm not going to be late to one now." And uh, you know, he 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 left in, in plenty of time and was there. And um, yeah, he's he's the la- the characterish side of it is the last thing you're going to have to worry about with him. Very good kid, um, and you know, has a good family behind him. And he's got you know, just uh, you know, like I said, it it sounds like you're getting the literally like the number one pick in the draft and how high <laughs> I'm hyping him up, but. Uh, he, it, it, it was just really surprising. He went to the fifth round, and like I said, I don't know the whole depth chart there in, in uh, you know Buffalo, and it'll obviously take him some time. But I, I think he, you guys are in mm. short order going to realize that he's a heck of a player. Uh, PJ, last one for me here is uh, I like to see like the Bills typically like to uh, use versatility with a lot of their weapons and a lot of the receivers that they have. One of the points that we've been talking about earlier today has been um, capability of outside threats. How good is Khalil on the outside? And uh, would you be able to, you did mention earlier that his best fit might be in the slot, but would he be someone that could be a versatile fit on the outside for Buffalo as well? Oh yeah, he, no, no doubt about it. Khalil Shakir can do it all. And like I said, they, you know, he wasn't the guy they would just have run the, the deep routes and just heave it up to him, but they did that sometimes and he more times than not came down with the catch somehow. And so, um, yeah, he'd play on the outside, he'd play on the inside. I mean, he was not some gadget receiver in mm-hmm. college. He was Boise State's number one wide receiver. And so he was, uh, you know, like I said, you know, seven, eight, nine, ten catches some games, two, three touchdowns. And he was, it wasn't just, oh, let's gadget the other team and, and uh, try to, you know, uh, out-scheme him. It was, uh, he's our number one receiver and we're getting him the ball and you can't stop it. And it was outside, it was inside. And like I said, his ability on third down, you know, to know where the chains were, um, there were so many times where it was just so obvious he was going to get the ball and he would still find a way to get the first down. And so he just he doesn't drop passes. And yeah, yeah, he's he can he can play any wide receiver spot. He played all the different wide receiver spots. Um, you know, left side, right side of the field. Like I said, it was uh, all different kinds of ways. And they'd line him up in the backfield and hand just hand it to him in a traditional carry. And then the next play, maybe he is the, the quarterback out of the wildcat. And then the next play, he's going for a 17 yard pass. I mean, he's. Uh, like I said, man, you check the record books at Boise State. They've had some historic players, and he's top five all time in yards. He's top five or top ten in uh, receptions. I mean, he's in some elite company with some talented NFL receivers that you know going right now. And so he's, uh, you know, like I said, there maybe there's more to the story for whatever reason. I don't know why he fell, but I think in short order, Buffalo Bill fans are, are going to agree that they got a steal in this draft. BJ, thanks so much for uh, on short terms here coming on to chat with us. We appreciate it. Tell the folks that are listening where they can find your work, just in case we've got some more Boise State players uh, on the uh, on the hook here for this draft. Yeah, they had uh, Tanner Vallejo a couple years ago. Right. And I know they got a couple guys they're hoping to uh, sign in the undrafted period, so maybe there is going to be another connection there. It's just BroncoNationNews.com is the website, and we do all kinds of social media shows and podcasts and things, and we'll have all kinds of stuff with Khalil. There's some old interviews with him on there, just uh, BroncoNationNews.com. Awesome. Thanks so much, BJ. We appreciate you. Yep. You guys got a good one, man. Congrats. Appreciate you, man. BJ Reigns there uh, on the Western Hotline. We uh, have a new pick. Of the Buffalo Bills and a lot have of selected. <laughs> there was a lot of excitement in this room. The Buffalo Bills have selected punter Matt Areza from San Diego State. The punt god punt is now god. Bills god. I'd like to point out Zach manifested this. He wrote like half of his article for this guy before the pick. Wow, so, that's so a chance. That, I mean, Zach manifested. Look it. at these highlights. I mean, he's literally throwing hits out there. Oh, that's huge. Awesome. Uh, they showed kicker highlights as well. He can kick, and he did do it in college. Although we obviously do not need him to do that uh, because we have Tyler Bass. But wow, 
I've we we all kind of we just been assuming it, haven't we? Yeah, we we've been kinda... talking about him being a bill for like weeks. Who ever talks about a punter? But that's because we were talking about this earlier, Joe. Like, what is the most likely the... position a sixth round pick is going to make this roster? The the if Sal's listening, he'll know this. Or I'll ask him later. If not, the I mean, day we'll... after yep. Von Miller signed with the Bills, Sal and I were doing the extra point show live from Hartman's downtown. The first call we got the day after the Bills signed Von Miller was a guy that told us the Bills should draft Matt Ariza, the punt god, in the NFL draft. <laughs> like, the Bills just signed a Hall of Famer, and we had a guy, punt, the punt caller. They, they did it. I look forward to being mad every time he's on the field. <laughs> the Athletics' Tim Graham says he won't even make the team if he's also not <laughs> hold god. So Yeah, that, that's the thing that we were talking about earlier, is that if can, he's able to... Listen, if he can do it, I understand. perfect. I I understand that you've got to be able to hold the football and not fumble it. If he if, wants do we also me to teach not him. agree that that is the easiest thing to do in the National yes. Football League? Um, yes, it is. I can, if the Bills need me, I will go be a part-time holder. I, I can hold that. You're heck not out worth of an entire roster spot. Though. What is harder to do in an NFL football game than hold? Um, what is easier? Stand. I'm sorry. What is easier? Uh, long snapping? No, that's tough. I, I bet I, you long snapping you guys is harder. Are, you guys are mocking holding. I'm not. I'm, I am. You are undervaluing holding, and it's not as easy as you think. It's definitely not the hardest the thing in the NFL, first. but it's not the easiest. we got Sale Capaccio joining us live from One Bill's Drive. Sale, uh, punt god, he's been taken, so now uh, all is right with the world? <laughs> Okay, first of all, like I, I will not tolerate this disrespect for holders. Yes, uh-huh. thank you, Sal. There are thank no you. holders. Okay. There are no like, holders. They oh just give God. it to somebody no, that isn't is, doing anything it. else. Stop it. it. If it was so easy, then why does it impact when people say, look where the laces are? And, you know, yeah. boy, the, Corey Bohorquez isn't on the team anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm just telling you, it does matter. So here's where it does matter, though, for the Buffalo Bills. I just want to make sure that we're all kind of clear here. It will matter for the Bills. It will matter for Matareza. He needs to be able to hold. He has not done that. He has to learn it. But here's the difference between last year and people saying, why didn't they move on from you know uh, Matt Hawk and who cares? It was the middle of the season. It was during the season. The Bills can get him in here, and he can be taught to do it. And even if he's not perfect at it, th- there's time to do this. So I wouldn't worry about it. Like He's going to be brought here to punt and um, – you know, I, I think that's something that, yes, it is important he does well, but it's not something you have to worry about today necessarily. Like, he's going to be able to do that. But this was a pick that a lot of people earmarked for the Bills for a long time. As you just mentioned, Joe, even callers calling us after Von Miller was signed. Uh, yeah. This is great. Which is this insane, is, by the way. Th- literally, like, I'm, I'm not kidding you. This is the story of the Bills draft right now, to be quite honest with so, you. So, Sale, can, yeah. you, can you tell me, and I don't know if this is, it, clearly it's philosophical. What is the Bills' obsession with left-footed punters? They're very rare. Yeah, this is okay, three so in a row. They're very rare. Three in a row. Yeah, so here, here's what it comes down to, and this is a great question. So Bill Belichick started this a long time ago. He used to have left-handed, left-footed punters, and one of the reasons was that he explained, and it's true, there is a different spin on the ball when it's in the air, and it makes it a little bit more difficult for a return man who is normally used to catching from <clears throat> a right-footed punters. All, it's like it's like going against right-handed pitching all the time, then suddenly you get a left-handed pitcher, right? I mean, like, it's different. The ball comes out different. You see it differently. So that's number one. The other point of this is, 
your protection and things like that. If you change punters during the middle of a season and go from a right to a left, you're literally going to have to change some of your protection schemes and how you school that up. So teams don't want to do that a lot. And if you constantly have left-handed punter, left-footed punters, you're going to want to keep that going. Now, granted, again, you could bring somebody in here new. They could be of the other foot, and you can do it. There's no doubt. But it makes it easier if all of your protection schemes are already coached up and designed for one foot or the other. So I wonder about other ways they would use him because he was like everything for San Diego State. Now, he kicked field goals, and it was 74%. He's obviously not going to be the Bills kicker. Uh, That's going to be Tyler Bass. I do maybe wonder a little bit, though, about kickoffs. I mean, he's being labeled as a kickoff specialist and maybe the best kickoff specialist in the entire draft. And we know that something happened on the final kickoff of the Bills season. So I'm just throwing it out there that maybe this guy who they're saying is the best kickoff specialist in the draft would do that for the Bills. Well, I think that was the second last kickoff because Josh second Allen lost kickoff. the coin toss, just so you know. That's right. But, uh, no, you know, you're right. You're right. And um, he is, and he's considered that. But, guys, Tyler Bass is really good at it. And I don't really know Fair. exactly. No, we all know that something went down in there. But Tyler Bass is really good at it. And I don't know if you want this guy coming in right away and doing that. Uh, maybe, you know, he might have – let's concentrate on him punting and holding first, right? It might be yep. the thing you have to worry about. But you're right. You know, yep. It gives him options. Maybe he can do things differently than Tyler Bass. If you want to do a certain type of kick, you might be able to have a couple options here. The NCAA record for uh, touchback percentage, by the way. Just just that, that that was why I threw it out there. I was making that out of nothing. But um, – so the punter, I mean, they've got that locked the up. The phones are literally lighting up, Sal. I'm not even, even kidding. I don't even know. We, like, haven't, had what a, we else? haven't had a phone call in two hours, and you we now have. I was kidding. No, this it's is a the punter. story of the Bills draft with Bills fans. This is the story. Like everybody's going to want to talk about this. Oh yeah, yeah. They got a nice corner in Kyler in Kyler Elam. Oh yeah, no, they got James Cook. Yeah, how about that punter, baby? We got to talk about him. <laughs> this is the guy that everybody wanted, man. It was crazy and. You know, he wasn't the first punter off the board. There were a few that had gone a little bit earlier, but here we are. So, yeah, so a really, really interesting pick, and this kind of juiced up the draft here on day three for the Bills. Yes, I feel like uh, that that meme of the Undertaker coming out from the uh, you know coming out from the the grave there. It's kind of how I'm feeling right now. I have renewed energy. Sale. We'll bring you back here when uh, when we've got another pick coming up here for the Bills, which is going to be in just a few minutes. So we'll have you back here in just a few. All right. Okay, thanks. Perfect. Sal Capaccio there on the Western Highland. We're going to take a timeout. We're going to get a couple of phone calls as well. 803-0550. we got phone lines open. If you really want to call in and talk punt god, I will oblige. <laughs> I will I will let you talk about it on air. So uh, we got a couple of phone calls. They're sitting on hold. We'll get you guys on the other side here on WGR. All right, our final segment of Hour 5 of Day 3. NFL draft coverage here on WGR. Let's grab a phone call. The Bills did just make their second sixth-round pick of the day, pick 185, cornerback Christian Benford out of Villanova's two, uh, two-time first-team All-CAA. And apparently... And all, a first-team FCS selection. Looking at you, Belichick. That's right. At least the, the Bills were able to get a first-team <laughs> FCS selection all the way in the sixth round. Bill Belichick couldn't wait to the sixth, so he took one in the first. Let's go to Daryl and Lancaster. Daryl, you're on uh, with Nate, Derek, and Joe. What do you got for us? Hey, guys. How you doing? Fantastic. Um, I, I, good. Yeah, same here. Um, nice wide receiver pickup. Mm-hmm. Prospect the whole shot. But, you know, but with the punter, love the pick, you know. But why does he have to be the holder? Why do you automatically have to have him as the holder? I, it's not that long ago where the backup quarterback was a holder, right. a wide receiver was a holder. Why can't they take Case Keenum or maybe a Jake? You know what? I've got. Jake, why does he? Why do you automatically say he has to learn how to hold? I've got the answer for you. You ready? Yep. Practice. 
You can't have your bad. you okay. can't have you can't have your backup quarterback who needs to be True. with the offense during practice to, to in order to get. I'm gonna, I'm going to tell you this is someone who was a backup quarterback in college that oh, helped. Oh boy, here we go. Okay, I'm, I'm just I'm just going to tell you the reason why <laughs> it's so hard for a backup quarterback is the responsibilities the backup quarterback has during right. a given practice and the amount of time you really need to dedicate to practicing that during yeah. preseason. No, right. Ken Dorsey, during Bill's practice, might want his backup quarterback. He might, he might want Case Keenum over running against the Bill's first team mm-hmm. and this for is, a scout this team is, offense. This is not a shot be... at special teamers. Right. But yep. when they are at practice, if you ever... Next time you go to St. John Fisher, Daryl, and watch practice during... And look what the entire time with the kicker, punter, and and uh, long snapper are doing. Guess, they are, yeah, guess, they're guess, on another yeah, field. You know yeah. what I mean? That's so like, call, Yeah, that's why they call it special teams. Ex- right? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, thanks for the call, Daryl. Probably a camaraderie thing, too. Like Those three guys hang out probably they the do love each other. They are all besties. Uh, let's grab one more. Let's go to Sean in Buffalo. Sean, you are on the... Well, you're on with Nate, Joe, and, and Derek. What do you got, buddy? Hey, how's it going, guys? Uh, real quick, I love the pick, the, the punter pick, and I disagree. I don't think that uh, it's a bridge too far. I mean, I kind of snicker at the idea that you're trying to tell me that you actually have to have the punter double as a placeholder because of the practice time. And, uh, you know, other than that, I, it, it's a, it's a great pick. We, we had a couple games last year that, you know, may have turned against us because a poor punting hack did not look good. No, he did not. Easy way to upgrade. And I agree with you guys point that any other six round pick is going to have an uphill battle, even making the practice squad. So it's a, it's a one that you're, Hopefully he makes the roster and outperforms heck, and it's a nice, solid pick. But I, I would disagree and say, even go so far as to say, how much harder would it be to defend a possible two-point fake, the fake kick game, put Josh Allen as the holder? Yeah. I just don't think holding the ball is not that high level of a skill. No, for sure. It's it's not the level of skill. It's the amount of time it takes to have confidence from the kicker. And all I'm going to say about Josh Allen holding kicks is Tony Romo. We've got James Cook, the Bills running back. He's live right now with the Buffalo Bills media. Take it all in. You know, just happy that, that I get to, to get my name called. You know, something that I've been dreaming of my whole life. And, you know, to see it come true is, is something special. Um, I'm versatile, you know, I could do it all. I could play in the slot. I could play out wide. I can run between the tackles, you know, so I just feel like I could do it all and, you know, versatile. How did you, uh, how do you, what helped you develop into such a good receiver from receiving position from the slot to the outside? Is that something you, um, you know, were good at when you came to Georgia or? Um, it's just something that you work over time, and you know, just kind of do all the dirty work that that people don't see. You know, that's what I did. You know, I kind of worked on the little things that to help fix my game and, and to take it to another level. And, and, and that's one of the the ones, the ways that I did to take it to another level. How much did you hear from the Bills that they valued your versatility? Um, a lot. You know, um, Coach Skip, he came, he came and met me a lot of times, you know, so we kind of hadn't got that feeling. So I kind of, I was kind of used to him, you know, and what he was saying is, like, he liked guys like me, you know, he wanted to go touchdowns and, and he liked versatility.
So, you know, like they went with their guy. You know, it's it's special. You know, the people that you came in with, cause like all the guys who who I was with that we won the national championship with, we all came in together. So you know, that's special. You know, they they come in with the guys that you that you that you did it with. So and we when we won the national championship, that's something that we've been been bragging about, priving ourselves on. And I mean, we competed in the spring, in the summer, when the workouts, we grinded, and it came to life to us. Yeah, I got I got one guy who I know for sure who I'm playing against. That's Channing Tindall. He he got drafted to the Dolphins last night. So, I mean, just playing against him and seeing him on the other side. I mean, it's gonna be a lot of trash talk, but you know, got to come with his A game, just like I'm gonna cover mine. Well, I mean, we kind of competitive, so you know, we kind of go at it. Um, I feel like it ain't no expectations. I'm me and he him. So, you know, I I, I got to go out there and perform for myself because he going to go out there and do it for him. So, you know, it's just kind of – it's great looking up to him as an older brother, you know, but I got I got to go out there and still get the job done and play football. Was this part of the reason that you decommitted from Florida State and didn't end up going there because you didn't want to follow him? Um, no. I didn't have nothing to do with it, you know. I just, I just met great people at at Georgia, you know. Um, coaches changed at um, Florida State, so you know, I kind of went another route, and that was it. I mean, oh, you know, we brothers, so. He want he want the tough love. I want the tough love. So you know, um, I want him to push me to the max and you know, make me better as a as his young brother. And I feel like that's what he did. When it all settles down to it, and when you look at this roster with the Stephon Diggs and, and you look at the two tight end combination of Johnson Knox and OJ Howard, and the success that Gabe Dave had that past game, <coughs> you're going to be matched up one on one, possibly with that other team's linebacker. Um, you know, at the end of the day, I still got to work in and, you know, put the time in. And I'm willing to do that. So, you know, I'm coming in and, and ready to blend in with those guys and, and ready to compete. How valuable was success you and Georgia had last season, you know, for helping you get here? And, and the fact that, you know, COVID kind of screwed up in 2020 season. But just how valuable was the playing time you got and the, the production that you put forward? Um, you know, I kind of, like, we run a two-back system at Georgia, so, you know, it kind of helps you save your body. And, and, you know, whenever your opportunity is called, you got to make take advantage of it. And, and that's what I did. And I feel like they did a good job of rotating it and keeping our body fresh so it won't be banged up. So I don't have less mileage on me.
I mean, it was big. It was, it was a big step, you know. Um, it, it, it make you a man. I mean, Kirby, he, he, he an awesome coach. Um, he want nothing but the best, and he pushed us to the limit every each and every day, and to be great people on and off the field. Um, you know, it helped me a lot. Um, you know, just having that NFL mindset and and knowing that he want all the little details right and knowing that I, I can I learned from somebody that came from the NFL and, and now I'm in the NFL, I mean I'm 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 already kinda knowing what to expect coming in, you know, all the little details to to help to improve my game. Do you know Kyrie at all? I guess. Not personally, but I, I played against him. Um, you know, it's going to be good. You know, it's going to be fun. Um, just playing in front of my family and friends. That's something I always dreamed of and, and wanted to do. And now that it's coming true, got to take advantage of it. Were you a big Dolphins fan growing up? Uh, not really. You know, I, I ain't really have no favorite NFL team growing up. I just like the players. Yeah, he Josh Allen had he had hit me up um last night after I got drafted and just telling me get ready and let's get ready to work. James, can you give us some insight what it's like growing up with so much talent when you're so young around around you like the guys like Devin and all the talent down in that area where you play and the competitive you guys even if they're two towns over, you know who each other are even when you're twelve, thirteen years old. Um I mean it make you better, you know. Being around some of those guys and, and getting to meet those guys and seeing how they work and seeing they seeing how you work, y'all pushing each other. I mean, that's that's awesome, man. At the end of the day, you just want to see each other win and, and get better. Northwestern's a pretty famous high school. Uh, any other Northwestern guys get drafted? You know? Nah, but Miami, they ain't the best, you know. Miami Century, they be the best. Had to, you know, correct you a little bit. Uh, you started it. <laughs> Nah, no, no. Central, <laughs> Miami Central. Yeah. So just tell us how, I mean, what do you attribute to having nice hands, man? Over 11 yards for catch as a running back, you know, barely in the pump and that rock. What do you attribute to having, you know, good hands as a running back? Um, I mean, if you want to play, you know, you got to protect the ball first. Um, I mean, that's everybody's money in their hands, you know, so I take that with pride and, you know, just just that, just you just work on that catching. You know, over the period of time, you know, you catch jugs, you catch a few balls after practices. You know, just the little details, like I said, you know, to get you better and prepare for what you got to do. So, how well would you think you fare as far as pass protection on the program? Hundred percent. I'm have to. You know, if I want to play. Appreciate y'all. That was Bill's second-round pick, Georgia running back James Cook, live with the media. Derek Kramer here. We'll take it to break here. We're definitely over, so we're going to be a little bit here. Sixth round going on through day three coverage, continuing here on WGR Sports Radio 550.
Welcome back to day three coverage of the NFL Draft here. Derek Kramer here along with Zach Jones, Josh Schmidt. We've got live coverage now. Terrell Bernard, the linebacker from Baylor, third-round pick, live with the media. Um, some basic installs, and, you know, we talked about some of the stuff that I did at Baylor, and, um, you know, I felt like, you know, I had a good gauge on what he wanted from me as a player, and, um, you know, I think I think just the understanding of, of football and the defense of what they wanted and what they, they wanted out of me and, you know, what I could bring to the table here, um, and, you know, I'm just excited to get, get to work. You know, these guys are – all the coaches that I've met with today have been amazing. Um, you know, I can't say no good things about them, and, you know, I'm really just, just happy and ready to get to work. I think just from from talking to people um, that have visited here, uh, talking to coaches through Zoom meetings, and then you know you see it on the field. Um, you know, last season just watching, you can see you know it's a team that's really connected and really close to each other, and um, obviously a staff that cares about their players. And you know, I think um, all of that tied together builds into the culture and you know what you see you know on Sundays, and. Um, you know, I think, like like I said earlier, you know, just just hearing how people talk about the people of Buffalo and, you know, the the team, um, you know, I think I think it it really uh, identifies, you know, what what type of culture is here already, and you know what I'm what I'm going to be walking into. Uh, not really. I mean, I, I listened to my agent about what, where he thought I would go, and you know the things that he was saying. Um, but outside of that, you know, I didn't, I didn't really pay too much attention because you know I don't, I don't feel like that's really valuable. You know, you get too high or too low on yourself. So. And what was he telling you about what you expect? Yeah, so he told me uh, late third to early fourth. You know, pretty much the whole process leading up. Um, you know, getting closer to. To actual draft day, he was saying that I had a I had a good shot to go, you know, late third, and um, you know it's just a blessing to be picked, anyways, to even have the opportunity to to play in the, the NFL. So you know, to come to a, a team like Buffalo and you know be be in this position that I'm in, you know, I'm I'm blessed. How does this number one defense Yeah, I think the ability to to attack offenses um, is definitely what stands out to me. Uh, creating turnovers, creating negative plays. Um, I feel like that's something that, you know, I've I've tried to pride myself in while I was at Baylor, and you know, something I look forward to learning a lot lot about this defense and how they do things, and you know, try to implement that into into how I play. Yeah, I think just the preparation. Um, you know, it was the Sugar Bowl where you had a little bit more time to prepare for for the team, which we played Ole Miss. And um, you know, I think I took a lot of time into just dissecting their offense, along with you know our coaches' help and you know everybody around. And I feel like that played a huge part into into you know being able to be in the right spot at the right time. Yeah, I think definitely you start with one position at first, um, and then once you learn that position, everything else kind of kind of makes sense in your head. 
Um, so really focusing in on one one of the linebacker spots and then, you know, kind of building your knowledge of the defense and, you know, piecing together all the other aspects. I think that's, you know, kind of where you start at. And, you know, once you once you truly understand your position and what's happening around you, I feel like you get a good a good grasp of the, of the whole defense. Uh, not really. I mean, you know, I talk to other guys that have already been through it and they kind of sit you down and tell you about, you know, all the things that are to come. So um, it's been it's been amazing. You know, it's been a dream come true to to even just have the opportunity to play in the NFL. Um, so, like I said, I'm, I'm just blessed to be here. Yeah, I think the game's moving towards, you know, more of a smaller, smaller linebacker type. Um, you know, you see a lot of guys in the NFL now that are, you know, under right at or under 230 pounds that, you know, they have to be able to cover. You have to be able to blitz. You have to be able to you know, be solid in the run game. Um, so, you know, I feel like I fit that mold pretty well. Um, I feel like I. I have I know I have a lot to learn and I know, you know, I, I still have, you know, a ton of work to do. Um, but I feel like the way the, the game's heading right now, I feel like it's perfect for me and I feel like, you know, I fit kinda into into what defenses are trying to do now. Yeah, so a lot of it was off of blitzing. Um, you know, at Baylor, we were a very attacking style defense. Um, so, you know, I did blitz a lot. But also, um, you know, in man coverage with the running backs, if they're in protection, you know, you're, you're, you can, we call it hug on and go and green dog it. Um, so, you know, a lot, of, a lot of those two different types of things, I think that, that showed up through, you know, those different aspects. Yeah, man, it was fun. Um, they kind of got after us a little bit. Um, yeah, I remember he's very dynamic. Uh, you know, just watching highlights and you know watching the, you know all the games from from Georgia. Um, speed, uh, elusiveness, route running ability. You know, I think he's a complete back. I'm glad we got him. Um, he's gonna make me better through practice, and you know, obviously a better team. I feel like. Did you run five, uh, four five nine at your pro day? Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, I think, um, you know, it, it starts off in recruiting. You know, I feel like we recruited, um, you know, the class below or the class above me and the class below me. Um, just a lot of track guys and a lot of guys that, you know, had just natural speed. And, um, you know, we I feel like the coaches that we had at Baylor really helped transition that into, you know, being really good at football. Um, so you see guys like Kalen Barnes and Tyquan and, you know, Petrie and Ebner, just guys like that that are running super fast times that are also super good football players. Um, I feel like, you know, it was kind of a, a culture thing that we had. Um, and, you know, it's kind of, you know, what we what we did. 
said, like, you could be a nickel linebacker. Um, coverage skills, you know, covering guys uh, it, at the college level, all different kinds of guys that I'm sure you would line up against. What was that like, and how do you view yourself in that regard? Yeah, I feel like I could do that as well. Um, you know, I, I was apexed outside of the box a lot at Baylor. Um, so, you know, covering slots, being manned on tight ends, on running backs. Uh, I feel like I've done pretty much pretty much everything coverage-wise, you know, asked of a linebacker. Um, so, you know, I feel like I have the experience. Obviously, I know the talent, you know, increases once you get to this level. So I think just, you know, having that experience, though, is definitely helpful. Um, so, you know, going into into, you know, my rookie year, I think, you know, having the experience and then being able to, you know, just improve my ability um, throughout this year will be will be good for me. Yes, sir. Yeah, I did. I did. Um, so I was actually, you know, I talked to him about a week ago. Um, you know, I, I visited Texas Tech and was up there talking to him for a little while. And, you know, he we had talked about Buffalo and just, you know, the things that were happening here and just the people and, you know, everything that, that he had told me. Um, and then last night I had talked to him on the phone for a little bit. Just, you know, he was congratulating me and, you know, trying to show me the ropes a little bit. So it was, uh, it was definitely fun. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Yes, sir. Yeah, I finished in December. Sport management. Thank you. Thank you, y'all. All right, that was third-round linebacker from Baylor, Terrell Bernard, talking with the media there. We're going to take ourselves another timeout. This has been a nice little whirlwind of hearing from the rookie class, but we'll get back to it. The Bills' next selection in the sixth round, that one is going to be 209. Right now, we're about 13 picks away. We'll be back here on the other side. Derek Kramer carrying more of day three coverage of the NFL Draft right here on the radio home of the Buffalo Bills, WGR Sports Radio 550. The Bills selected Kair Elam with that pick. But welcome back to day three draft coverage. We're kicking in and out of breaks. Why? Because now, the punt god himself, Matt Ariza, on a Zoom call with the Bills media did you have with the bills throughout this process uh we we had a zoom call and, and i talked with uh with coach smiley and um we kind of just broke down some film we spoke about my combine and, and pro day and stuff like that and um yeah it was it was a great conversation i didn't necessarily know that this was going to happen at all so it was a super pleasant surprise um but yeah i'm just really grateful right now well congratulations thank you very much Matt Ariza, Mookie Hawkins, Buffalo Sports 1080, man, how's it going? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm good, man. So, you know, what was it like now after you finally got the call? Because, you know, me and you spoke at the Combine about coming to Buffalo. So now here it is, the surrealness of coming to Buffalo and, and, and possibly kicking in these high winds. So what's how surreal is it now to you? It was crazy. I got the, the call and... Um, and we were kind of split up. We had half the people in a, in a front room and half the people in a, in a different room. We had two TVs going on. And uh, I go, oh, it's, it's New York. And uh, I started talking to them, and everyone flooded into my room and uh, got the good news. And then we all watched it on TV, and it was, it was really surreal. I got 
my parents here, my close friends, and everyone on my team that helped me this offseason. So um, it was super fitting. It was a great atmosphere. I loved having everyone here. That's been a huge part of, of everything for me. So um, I'm grateful I got to share the moment with them. Absolutely, man. So what is it like now that you get an opportunity to uh, you know, play with a Super Bowl contending team? I'm, I'm excited. That was very high on my list of, of qualities I wanted out of the team I went to. Um, so I'm super grateful. We had a winning culture at San Diego State, and I'm excited that I'm joining another winning culture and a team with a lot of hope for this upcoming next year. Um, I watched a good amount of Bills games this year, and uh, I'm, I'm kind of beyond myself that I'll be a part of that. I'm real excited. Now you can let everybody know a little bit more about Buffalo now that you're a Buffalo Bill. Congratulations, man. Thank you very much. Hey, Matt. Catherine Fitzgerald from the Buffalo News. Congratulations. Um, can you tell me a bit more about the process, just what you were hearing from teams, especially when, you know, you were such a standout hunter? Maybe it was more than usual of guys reaching out to you. Just what has this past few months been like? It's been... It's been exciting. It's been a pretty interesting phase of my life. Uh, I'm still going to school. I graduate on the 15th and I've been doing these off-season workouts as well as the combine and pro day. So it's been, it's been an interesting mix of kind of the close to pro life, maybe training like a pro, but still being in college and, and uh, living at home for a good amount of the time. So it's been a, it's been a great off-season and I'm, I'm really excited with the way things went. Awesome. Thanks. Thank you. Hi, Matt. Uh, congratulations. Uh, I'm curious, obviously, the, the leg, the power uh, as a punter is, is well documented. How do you feel like you're equipped to deal with the elements in Buffalo? Because as I'm sure you probably talked about with Matt and the coaching staff and Brandon, it can get pretty windy here. Yeah, um, I'm kind of excited for that challenge. Um, I, I love it. I think the biggest job as a as a punter in the NFL is to out punt the player across from you. As long as I can uh, bring better field position to my team than the, than the team we're playing for, uh, than the team we're playing against. That's, that's kind of my goal, but um, I'm excited for it. I think leg strength and athleticism are two things that help a lot in the conditions and uh, two things I pride myself in and two things I'll continue to work on. So I'm excited and I, and I'm confident that I'll be able to uh, do well in these conditions. A bit of a run on punters earlier in the draft. I'm curious your reaction to where you went in the draft and if there's any bit of a chip from maybe being the, the third punter to come off the board. Mm -hmm. The people who know me uh, know that I take a lot of things very personal. And um, yeah, we'll just say I'll have a lot of motivation to, uh, to dominate this season. Thanks, Matt. Appreciate it. Thank you. Hey, Matt, this is Jay Skruski with the Buffalo News. Uh, congratulations. Were you aware at all in the pre-draft process just how many uh, Bills fans were hoping uh, that their team would draft you? A little bit. I see um, some comments from people on Twitter and, and some people messaging me. Um, but it, I would say it was pretty spread out with a couple of teams. Uh, but Bills were one of the ones that, that stood out to me. The fans were definitely real excited about it. So, um, yeah, I, I noticed it a little bit. And I saw you posted on Twitter, too, uh, that you're aware of the table jumping tradition here, huh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What do you make of that? I love it. I love it. Um, I have only played football in Southern California, where 
Football is pretty good here, but it's not the main priority of the residents here. I'm not sure if that makes too much sense, but um, I never played football in a place like Texas or, or in a place like Buffalo where it seems to mean a lot more to the people, that uh, the, to the fans. So I'm really excited for that aspect of, uh, of being a Bill. You know, the Bills have a pretty good offense. The uh, There's going to be opportunities for you where you're going to be needed to, you know, pin the other team deep, uh, avoid touchbacks, that kind of thing. Is that an area of your game that you feel you need to continue to work on at the pro level? 100%. I think um, every aspect of the pro level I need to continue to work on. I'm by no means uh, a complete player yet, but um, I'm excited to get into the building and work with the staff and work with the other players and um, get ready to just help the team as much as we can on special teams. Cool. Thanks again. Thank you. Okay, Matt, uh, thanks for doing this. It's Mark Gone from the Buffalo News. Just uh, what do you attribute your leg speed to? Is that something, you know, how, how did you develop this power? Um, I would say some of it's in the weight room, some of it's in the fact that I played a lot of sports growing up. I think that helps. I think uh, the more sports you play, the more movements you develop, it's, it's good for you as an athlete. Um, yeah, I mean, some of it's got to be genetic. Uh, there's there's, a, there's a, probably a lot of things that come into it, definitely. And then, uh, you know, only punted for one year. I mean, were you like the, t did you punt a lot in high school or, um, you know, having this much success in just one year of college punting, do you feel like, you know, you've still got um, a lot of growth there, the potential? A hundred percent. That's uh, maybe one of the things I'm most excited for is I know that I have so much to learn and so much to get better at. Um, I think that was my biggest upside as a player going into this draft is that I don't believe I've really scratched the surface of uh, what I'll be able to do. So I'm really excited about getting to Buffalo and, and getting to work. San Diego State had a veteran and other guy punting right previous to this year. Yes, sir. I was. As I came in, there was a, when I was a true freshman, there was a senior place kicker and a junior punter, both of them veterans, both of them had played before. Gotcha. And uh, kind of the way they graduated, I ended up kicking first. Right. And it's, it's pretty rare to let someone do both. So it became somewhat of an uphill battle to punt because I was labeled as a kicker. But uh, the truth is I like punting a lot more. So I'm excited that I got this, this last season to, to show that and then kind of rebrand myself as a punter now. Great. Thank you. Thank you. Matt Sal Capaccio here, WGR Radio, Bill's sideline reporter. Congratulations. Welcome to Buffalo. Thank you very much. There's been a lot made here about the ability of the punter to be able to hold for the Buffalo Bills offense and for Tyler Bass. Um, and no punter, no team in this league has anyone other than their punter hold. What experience do you have holding? I do. So I, I kicked in high school and I kicked in college. I don't have any game experience, but as this process started to get going and I started to think about declaring this past season, it became a big point of emphasis because I knew that, that coaches were going to require that at the combine and my pro day and private workouts. So um, I'm very confident in my hands. I'm confident in myself as an athlete and I'm someone who cares a lot about success of my team. And I think all those qualities will translate well to holding. Can you um, give us a little bit more into that process of you understanding that and then going and 
training for it, working on it, talking with people? Like, what have you been doing to kind of prepare for that? So I've been training with uh, with a former Chargers kicker. He played a lot in the league. His name's Nick Novak. And we're in San Diego, and there's a good amount of pros down here. So I have had other pro punters. Um, Jake Bailey is one of them to learn from and to, and to hear from. Uh, then Nick Novak himself as an NFL kicker, he obviously knows exactly how it has to be. Um, he's a veteran. He played for 10 years, so a lot of advice from him. Uh, then Seattle's kicker, uh, Jason Myers, I've got to hold for him in live situations and get the critique from, from a veteran kicker. So I believe I had, had good experience here, and now it's just about building rapport in Buffalo. You're left-footed, right? right you're left-footed? I am, yes, sir. You, but you, right that's what I was going to ask you. Do you throw lefty or do you throw righty? I throw righty. So uh, wow. yeah, a little fun story is I, one of the first kicking um, practices I went to, there was a man by the name of Darren Bennett, who was a, who was a great punter. And uh, he came up to my dad. He saw me kick a couple field goals and wanted to ask him about me punting. And when my dad told him that I was left-footed but right-handed, he literally walked away. Uh, <laughs> that's kind of how much of an uphill battle it is, I guess. And that's no shot at all to Darren Bennett. He's a great guy. He's called me plenty of times offering his advice and uh, offering to work with me. So he's, he's a great guy, but that just kind of goes to show how crazy it is because the drop is very important in punting. So to do it with your offhand is a big uphill battle, I would say. That's interesting. Thank you, man. Appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah. Hey, Matt, uh, congratulations, as everyone said. Um, I was curious, is kicking field goals, is kicking still a goal of yours in the NFL? Is that something you'd like to do, or are you kind of all focused on punting at this point? Yeah, absolutely. Um, at some point, I would love to do all three. I don't believe it's ever been done for a season, so that's something that's somewhat on my bucket list, but I understand that uh, at the NFL level, there's there's 32 punters in the world that get to play and 32 kickers in the world that get to be a starter. So I understand it's kind of a one step at a time process. Um, my my first goal is to be a starter as a punter and a holder. Uh, that's more on my mind right now. Did you kind of, I guess, how do you work on all of those things at once? You know, do you, has it been focusing on punting and holding kind of in the pre-draft process? Or are you kind of still working on all three components at one time? I would say I've mostly put field goals to the side, at least for this pre-draft process, because I had more uh, things I needed to change about my punting game. Um, I needed to add hang time and add direction and become more of a pro style punter. Um, so I definitely had more work to do in the punting department, but, uh, no, kicking is something that I, I definitely do take pride in. And I've been playing soccer since I was like two years old. So I don't think that, uh, ability will ever leave. And then last one, I was just curious, you know, you said you're a clearly a competitive guy. You said you take things personally, I guess, what was now that you're here and this pre-draft process is over, I guess, what are the emotions like after all the talk and all that being done? I guess, just what does this feel like? It feels great, and I don't even think it's completely uh, set in yet, um, but I'm excited, I'm grateful, and um, I feel incredibly motivated right now. Um, like I said earlier, I had a somewhat of a short list of things that I was hoping to end up with, uh, qualities of a team that I would end up with, and being a Super Bowl contender was absolutely up there, so uh, I couldn't really ask for anything more. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. That's the punt guy. All the questions we have. Oh. Appreciate the time, Matt. And congrats again. 
That's the punt god, Matt Ariza, San Diego State, the first pick of the sixth round from the Buffalo Bills. And guess what? All of this has been back and forth with hearing player audio. We do have to also get you the uh, Zoom meeting of Khalil Shakir as well. We didn't have a chance to get that one into you guys on a timely basis. But this is coverage of the draft on WGR. It's brought to you by Fiegel Car and Joyce, your border attorneys by Western New York Ford Dealers, where new inventory is arriving daily, and by the Health and Wellness Challenge. Visit buffalobills.com forward slash the challenge to learn more and also buy... New York's only outlet liquor when you need to stock up. It is the place to buy a case. Derek Kramer, Zach Jones, Josh Smith, we're hanging out with you here as the NFL draft rounds up. We currently are at pick 203 in the sixth round. The Bills are six picks away from their second-to-last selection. They've got the 10th pick in the seventh round as well. We've gotten a lot going on here. A lot of back and forth, a lot of this guy, that guy, Zoom calls, players in the building, talking to the media. We're getting to know a lot of these kids as they're coming in here. A lot of picks have come in in the meantime, but nothing really of consequence at this point. Zach, overall, when you're looking at this team and looking at the Bills and how they're able to get things done this weekend, overall, how are you taking it away? Like You were our mock draft guy this year. How did you like it? Um, I was. I've, I've been pretty pretty happy to be honest um first round cornerback loved it they went for a freak athlete in uh Kyrie Elam I think he ran 4-3-9-40 so I mean that was pretty big that's kind of exactly what Brandon Bean wanted which was speed in the secondary so that made total sense to me um I will I will tell you I was a little frustrated in the second round they were unable to trade up after they traded up uh in the first day um but, you know, ultimately it worked out really well because James Cook fits this offense, I would almost say, perfectly. I think he fits it like a glove. I'm hoping this can kind of be Buffalo's Alvin Kamara and James Cook. The wide receiver pick. Yeah. I'm a big fan of Khalil Shakir. I think with his versatility, it's the same with James Cook. I think you have to look at both of them as much more of a what do they bring to the offense as a whole rather than what do they bring to their very specific position group? I would not look at them as a running back and wide receiver. I would very much look at them as offensive playmakers. Um, Two-punter, Matt Areza, punk god, moving on. That's a luxury pick. I'm all about it. <laughs> uh, and then they added the secondary with Christian Benford out of Villanova. I love the fact that you get an, F- an all-FCS guy kind of deal, so you're going for somebody. first-team all-FCS yeah. guy. Looking at you, Belichick. Yes, yeah, so, I mean, you grab somebody that, yes, they may have played in a – I'm going to say lesser Division One conference or whatever it is, they dominated, clearly. He won the 2018 uh, CAA Football Rookie of the Year, so he did really well there. And he's 21. It's not like you're getting a 24, 25-year-old yeah. out of the FCS. It seems like the Bills, yeah. as of late, under the Bean and McDermott era, they like to pick players with a little bit of that upside, athletic, yep. younger, and guys that could be seen as trait picks a lot of times. Even with their higher picks, mm-hmm. they take trait yep. players. And that is something that's pretty encouraging because they know how to develop the technique. They know how to develop the player off the field. They know how to get everything done to becoming a team. Speaking of traits, guy, I did uh, miss Terrell Bernard, the linebacker out of Baylor. He's very much going to be a mix of a safety linebacker. He's he's played both the, positions at linebacker. The tweet that I saw that was pretty funny was um, they like Matt Milano so much that they drafted another one. Uh, that's yeah, yeah. No, I, like there's no better way to to I guess pin him down than just to say it's Matt Milano. But he went to Baylor. Okay. Hey, I'm for it. So, if everything holds up here, the Bills pick in four spots. 
And we've been doing a lot of traffic control, a lot of flinging to this, kicking to that. So what we're going to do now is we're also going to still go to break again. Why? Because there's a lot going on, and we'll be able to get to the Bills pick in time. So we're going to do that. We're going to head to break. 803-0550, if you want to chime in on the Bills, how they do overall in this draft. Derek Kramer, Zach Jones, Josh Smith, we're hanging out with you for a little while more as day three continues here of the NFL Draft right here on WGR. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.